Baruchem Aboim. Welcome everyone. This is uh, our penultimate shir before Purim Habalino Lataiva. If I could ask everybody to mute because there's a uh, echo. Uh, today we're going to speak about um, a subject relevant to Purim and Megillas Esther. First, Baruchem Aboim to the Kolel Agar de Perka. I want to take the opportunity. Uh, if anybody would like to get a hold of the new Sefer in English from Art Scroll on Purim, I'm going to mute everyone. Okay, so if anybody would like to get a hold of the new Sefer on Purim, the Concealed and the Revealed from Art Scroll, it's available on their site, artscroll.com. Um, if you want to order multiple copies, then there's a promo code that you could use. I think it's Gladstein 22. I think you could get 10% off one, 15, two, three, or four copies, and five or more, you could get 20% off. Um, Or they have a Shalachmanis package. If you want to send Shalachmanis to people, if you like the book, then send it to people you like. If you don't like the book, send the Shalachmanis to people you don't like. Um, And if you really don't like people, then keep your phone not on mute so we have to hear everybody three times. Okay, let's try to fix that. Hello? No, it's not the it's not the phone. Okay. Hello? Okay, thank you. Um, if anybody would want to get a hold of the Hebrew Sefer, uh, it should be available in your local farm stores, or you could get it from rabbidg.com with free shipping. Okay, today's share we're going to speak about the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah, and the Gemara tells us that the importance of Mikra Megillah is such that even if somebody was in the middle of doing the Avoidah and the Beis HaMikdash, the Kaihanim, the Leviim, or even if somebody was engaged in the greatest mitzvah of all, namely Tamatayra, one would be Mavatel the Avoidah, one would be Mavatel Tamatayra, to hear, come and hear the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah. The Gemara says in Megillah that what do we do with the Pupsukim Mishpacha u Mishpacha, Amar Abiyosi Barchanina, Lahavi mishpacha is kahuna ulavia shemavatlin avaydasan uban lashmaya mikra megillah. The psukim of mishpacha u mishpacha come to teach that we are mavatel, the kaihanim are mavatel, the avayda, the levim are mavatel, the avayda, and they come and they hear mikra megillah. The amar of Yehuda amar Rav kaihanim ba avaydasan levim the duchanan v'yisrael be ma'amadan kulan mavatlin avaydasan uban lashmaya mikra megillah. And then the Gemara says even further, Mikan Samchu Shabbos Rabbi. From here, the house of Rabbi relied, Shemivatlin Tam Matayra Uban Lishmaya Mikra Megillah. From here, the house of Rabbi relied that we're Mivatel Tam Matayra and we come and we hear Mikra Megillah. Because if we're Mivatel the Avoida and we're Mivatel the Kaihanim and the Levim and the Israelim, then we're Mivatel from Tam and come to hear Mikra Megillah. So I want to start today's share in the end. Comes the Balaturim, and the Balaturim says that this hierarchy of mitzvah observance, of which mitzvahs are more important, are alluded to in the Pesukim. Because the Mesoretic note indicates that there are three times in Tanakh that we have the following word, Vinishma, and it will be heard. We have it in describing the bells on the hem of the tunic of the Koyen Gadol. It says by the Me'il, V'nishma koyloi b'voyoi el ha-koydesh, and his voice will be heard when he comes into the sanctuary. We have the word V'nishma, so that word V'nishma is used in reference to Avoida. We have the word V'nishma written in reference to learning Torah. Koyla asher diber Hashem na'asa V'nishma. 
and we have the word Vinishma written in reference to Mikra Megillah. Vinishma Piskam Hamel Chashar So this indicates that which the Gemara tells us in Megillah. Rabbah says, if you have a choice between Mikra Megillah and Talmud Torah, Mikra Megillah Adif. How do I know? Because it says Nasa Vinishma Torah. It says Vinishma Koiloi. So we say, uh, it says, excuse me, it says, Vinishma Koiloi Bivoyala Koidesh by the Avoida, and it says by Megillas Esther, Vinishma Piskam Hamelech Kirabahi. So that indicates that the Nishma Piskam Hamelech, Megillas Esther, is Rabbah, is greater. Then if you have a choice between Talmud Torah, Nasa Vinishma, and Mikra Megillah, Venishma Koloi, Venishma Piskam Hamelech, you lay in the Megillah. Why? Ki Rabohi, it's greater. Says the Balaturim, the fact that we have the word Venishma three times in Tanakh, and it, we have it by Torah, we have it by Avoida, and we have it by Mikra Megillah, and by Mikra Megillah it says, Venishma Piskam Hamelech, Ki Rabohi, that indicates that Mikra Megillah is greater than Avoida. The Mikra Megillah is greater than Torah. And says the Balaturim, V'hainu kriyas Megillah v'samach ki rabahi alma da'adiv t'fei. We see Mikra Megillah is greater than Torah, is greater than Avoida. And furthermore, says the Balaturim, V'gam rabah ka'amarla. Rabah is the Baal HaMemra, who says that M'vatlin Talmud Torah, M'vatlin Avoida, Uban L'Shmaya Mikra Megillah, so not only Kirabahi, not only is Mikra Megillah greater, but Kirabahi, Rabba is the Baal HaMemra. Now regarding the fact that ba- Rabba is the Baal HaMemra, it's a little bit difficult because Rabba in our Gemara is not the Baal, ha- Baal HaMemra, it's Rava. But here's what is uh, very difficult. Namely, is Mikra Megillah really greater than Avoida and Talmud Torah? Torah is midairaisa. Talmud Torah is dairaisa. Doing the avoda is dairaisa. Mikra Megillah is only drabanan. How could you say that Mikra Megillah is greater than Talmud Torah and avoda? So you say, well, why do you interrupt the avoda? Why do you interrupt Talmud Torah to come to hear the Megillah? The answer is because we interrupt any mitzvah oiveres. We interrupt Talmud Torah to be mekayim any mitzvah oiveres. We always interrupt learning to fulfill any mitzvah. So the fact that we interrupt learning to come to hear the Megillah doesn't mean the Megillah is greater. We always interrupt Talmud Torah to perform a mitzvah. So what does the Baal Torah mean, Kiraba, that Mikra Megillah is greater? Or he says it's Adif Tfei. It's, it's, it's more important. It's, is it greater? Is it more important? That's what we want to discuss this morning. This is what we would like to analyze. And in order to do so, I, I digress to discuss another uh, facet of this Gemara. And that is the Gemara uses the following expression. If somebody is in the middle of learning, you're mevatel Talmud Torah, and you come to hear Mikra Megillah. As if to say that by listening to the Megillah instead of learning Torah, that is mevatlin Talmud Torah, it's bitol Torah. In other words, the Gemara is saying you're mevatel Torah, but you need to do it. You need to do Bittol Torah to come to hear the Megillah. Is listening to Megillah's Esther Bittol Torah? Is Megillah's Esther not Torah? Megillah's Esther is one of the 24 books of Tanakh that every Talmud Chacham must know and be proficient in. And reading the Megillah is learning Torah like any other Mitzayah and Torah. So why does the Gemara call Mikra Megillah Mivatlin Talmud Torah Uban Lashmaya Mikra Megillah it's not Bittal Torah. In other words, let's say we would say, would you say Mevatlin Talmud Torah and you go learn a shir? No, that's that's Torah. So why is uh, Mikra Megillah not Torah? That, this is a question that has been discussed, debated by many Gedolei Yisrael. This is a, a question that is Mata Bebe Midrasha, is discussed in all the, in the Olam HaYeshivais. Why does the Gemara refer to listening to Mikra Megillah as Bittal Torah? So we're going to um, share today a number of interesting perushim, um, approximately six. The first pshat is found in the 
I believe the Hebrew Sefer, I didn't put in the English Sefer. The first approach is a Lamdusha, technical approach. This is the approach of the Haga'ah of the Hafla on Shochanach. Rapinchas Harwitz wrote footnotes on Shochanach. And he, this is the first answer we're going to, to study today. And it's based on Toysus. Toysus in Megillah, that says, Mavatlin Koyhanim Avadon Shemamikum Megillah. Toysus says, The Kasha, am I Mavatlin? What do you mean you're Mavatel the Avoida? Haloy Achar, Kriya Yeshar Beshos, Avoida. There's a lot of time after reading the Megillah to bring the carbon Tomit Shil Shachar. So you're not Mavatel the carbon Tomit. It's not, you're not Mavatel it. Says Toysus that since from the time it turns light outside is the Zman of the Avoida, and they're forsaking it to read it, that is called Mishamachi Kari Bito. That's called Bito. Meaning what? The time to do the Avoida is right away in the morning. And you're putting aside the Avoida and you're going to end the Megillah. You're right, in 40 minutes you're going to go ahead and bring the Karbanos and you will not even lose one day of bringing the Karbanos. But the word Bittal technically refers to when you take something that you should do and you don't do it even for a correct reason, that is called Bittal. So that's the answer of Toysus. So says the Hafla, we'll apply this this approach to the question of the Achroinim. If you're in the middle of learning, and you stop, that's called pushing it off. In other words, the Hafla is saying, why are we calling Mikra Megillah Barabim Bitotar? The answer is, Toysva said, technically the word Bitot means, whenever you're doing A, and you stop A, to do B, you're Mavatel A. It's not Bitotara in the way your Mashkiach would tell you. Hey, why are you talking about the Mets? It's Bittol Torah. Now, really, what the Mashkiach should have said is, well, if you ever talk about the Mets, forget about Bittol Torah, it's Stam Bittol Zman. Talk about the Yankees. But the Bittol, just joking, but Bittol uh, Torah is not necessarily what the sin of Bittol Torah. Bittol means whenever you stop A to do B. That's the first answer. That's a technical answer. Let us... Now explore a number of answers of the Gdala Yisrael. From each answer, we're going to derive a uh, a gem of insight in Torah and a, a Yisoid Gadol. Look in the Aruch HaShulchan in Archaim Simen Tafresh Pezayin Sefei. Says the Aruch HaShulchan. Aruch HaShulchan asks, Even though certainly Megillah is also Lima Torah, one who goes think think about like this. The guy's learning in the Kailal. He's learning Mesachta Chagiga with the Rishonim and Achreinim. And he has to close the Gemara. First he has to close his Gemara. Then he has to close his Koivetz. Then he has to close his uh, Rabkiv Eger. Then he has to close his Pnei Yeshua. Then he has to get up. Then he has to walk out of the Kailal. Then he has to wait at the red light. Then he has to cross the street. Then he has to walk up the steps. Then he has to go into the shul. In the shul, every four and a half seconds, another th- kid throws a party snapper. And then when they're about to start, the baby starts crying. And until you start laning the Megillah, there are four and a half minutes, maybe four minutes and 32 seconds of downtime. And all that downtime is Bittal Taira. So you're right, listening to the Megillah, Chas V'Shalom, is not Bittal Taira. But stopping to learn the amount of time it will take you to transition from Limud A to Limud B, all the downtime is Bittol Taira. Now that's a very important Limud. Do we, in life, view wasted moments as Bittol Taira? Sometimes uh, we don't hold ourselves accountable to that. But the Archa is saying 
that the Chiddush of the Gemara, Mevatlan Talmud Torah, not that reading the Megillah is Betul Torah, but all the downtime until everyone gathers and they get they finish the announcements and and uh, everybody after the laning should head downstairs. The men should use the right staircase. The women should use the left staircase. No children should take cheese danishes until all the adults get their portion. And the the annual bingo game for the sisterhood will be Tuesday evening at seven twenty six until all the announcements are made. It's bittul Taira. And that is the Chiddush of the Gemara, Mavatlan Tamatayro, Banashmaya Mikramikila. Now, Marv Rabbi this is a question that is addressed by uh, Rav Shlomo Kluger in a number of his svarim. And Rav Shlomo Kluger says as follows He says in the Sefer Hachayim, an answer that he considers to be a simple answer, a straight forward answer and that is let's see if I can find it oh we're going to go to number 6 he says in my opinion the simple answer is reading Megillah is definitely Talmud Torah, like we find in many places. Nevertheless, says Shlomo Kluger, the preferred and ideal manner of study is with probing analysis and with exertion and with amelos and with yegia and with scrutiny and with shvitz and with arbit. The real way to learn is not just reading Certainly, if you read the 166 Tzukim Megillas Esther, you get schar for every word. But that's not the ideal way to learn. The ideal way to learn is when you learn something in depth in with analyzing and probing and scrutinizing. And therefore, if one is in the middle of learning in the preferred manner, ion, and they interrupt to for a cursory, superficial reading of Megillah, that is considered bitul Torah, not in quantity, but in quality. And this is the maybe the source of the adage in the Oilama Yeshivas, where we say that there's bitul Torah bekamos u bitul Torah beechos. There is quality, quantitative bitul Torah and quantitative bitul Torah, and that is a very challenging concept for every individual, because that means if we are learning, but we are not exerting ourselves to the best of our ability. If, let's say, while we're learning, we allow ourselves to be distracted. If, let's say, while we're learning, we allow ourselves, so to speak, to take it easy and to learn superficially and externally without really applying ourselves full-heartedly, that can leave our learning in the undesired category of Bittal Torah. And that's a very challenging and important idea. Then Rav Shlomo Kluger in the Sefer Chachmash Shloimai advances a wondrous chiddush. And that is Rav Shlomo Kluger says, Avada and Avada, if somebody is learning Torah, excuse me, Avada, Mikra Megillah is learning Torah. And if you're learning, and you're reading the Psukim, every word is, you're rewarded. For Talmud Torah, Keneged Kulam, it's Shakal Keneged, all 613 mitzvahs. However, Rav Chaim, Rav Shlomo Kluger advances the following wondrous chiddush, that you can't kill two birds with one stone. The same way, everybody knows, if you have a pigeon in the north and a pigeon in the south, you can't simultaneously kill both birds with one stone. Likewise, you can't be Mekayim, two mitzvahs at once. And therefore, a person has to make up their mind. Do they want to fulfill the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah? Or do they want to uh, fulfill the mitzvah of Tamatayra? So, if while they're learning, if let's say, when they're reading the Megillah, they say, you know what, right now I want to be Mekayim the mitzvah of learning Nevi'im. The Gemara Kedushan says, Shlish B'Mikra, Shlish B'Mishnah, Shlish B'Talmud. So I want to learn uh, a Shlish B'Mikra now. So we tell we say, Rabid, fine, you want to learn Megillah Sester, but you're not Mekayim in the midst of Mikra Megillah. No, no, I want to be Mekayim in the midst of Mikra Megillah. We say, Rabid, you want to be Mekayim in the midst of Mikra Megillah? Great, 
but you cannot be mekayim the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. You can't be mechavein to mekayim two mitzvahs. And therefore, the reason why stopping to learn and to read the Megillah is called Bittol Torah is because, yes, tomorrow, later this evening, at a different time, when you read the Megillah, you mekayim Talmud Torah. However, while you are being mekayim the mitzvah, mikro Megillah, you cannot simultaneously be mekayim the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Somebody asked me, my friend Chaim Bender asked me, well, so how about, uh, I don't know, Shnayim Mikra? During Kriyas HaToyra, there is an allowance, you could say along the words of the Baal So, how could you do that? Which mitzvah are you doing? Are you doing Mikra Megillah, are you doing Shnayim Mikra, or are you doing the mitzvah of Kriyas HaToyra? So, I think the answer to that is the mitzvah of Kriyas HaToyra is the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. That's the mitzvah. It's the same mitzvah. It's not an independent mitzvah. But there is an independent mitzvah of Mikra Megillah. And therefore, if you're mechavin for that mitzvah, that would not allow you to be mechavin for the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And now we come to the wondrous explanation of Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolios, which he's uh, commenting on the Gemara Masech de Megillah. The Gemara Megillah says in Avzayim that Esther sent a message to the rabbis and she said, Kisvuni l'dayrois. Write me for all generations. And the rabbis said, no, can't write you. It says, We can only talk about Amalek three times and not four times. Until Esther was able to darshan k'soyv zois ikarin basifer. Zois refers to Bishalach and Kiseitse. Zikaroin is what it says about Amalek and Shmuel. And Basifer is Megillah Sester. And the Gemara brings Machlik is Tanoim. Basically, it is a matter of Tanaitic and Amoraic dispute whether Megillah Esther was ever canonized and allowed into the corpus of Tanakh. It is not unanimously held that Megillah Esther is one of the books of Tanakh. It's Machlek is Tanoim. So the Gemara says an opinion, um, a Machlek is whether Megillah Esther is in fact part of Tanakh. Says the Gemara, Amr of Yehuda, Amr Shmuel, Esther, Eina Metamas Hayadayim. Esther does not render the hands impure. Now we know that only Kisve HaKodesh renders the hands impure. You see, the Chachamim were worried that people would store their Kisvei HaKodesh, their scriptures, together with Truma, because they're both holy. And then the mice would come along, and they would eat the Truma, and they would bite through the Kisvei HaKodesh. So in order to prevent that, the rabbi said that Kisvei HaKodesh are metame Yasei they render the hands impure, and they would be metame Truma. This way you don't store Truma with Kisvei HaKodesh. However, if a book is not part of Kisvei HaKodesh, it's not metame Yasei so the Gemara says, Amr of Yudam Rashmol, Esther, Eina, Metamas Yadayim. Esther does not render the hands impure. Says Gemara, Lememra de Savar Shmuel, Esther, Loi Bracha Kodesh Namra. Are you going to say that Shmuel holds Esther was not said with the Holy Spirit? But Shmuel said Esther was said with the Holy Spirit. Says the Gemara, it was said with the Holy Spirit to read it, but not to write it. Nemra, Likrois, Loi Nemra, it was said to read. It was not said to write. Esther is only Baruch HaKodesh to read it, but not to write it. There is no divinely inspired document called Megillah Esther in the opinion of Shmuel. So the Gemara asks, but Rabbi Meir holds Kohelis Adam is well, he says like Rabbi Yeshua that Esther is part of Tanakh. But Shmuel? No! Nitain, Likrois, Lenitain, Lichtoiv. Comes Toysis, Toysis says, what? You're now to write down Megillus Esther? So how do you, how do you read it on, how are you gonna read it on Purim? According to Shmuel that you can't read Megillus Esther, so then how do you, what do you read on Purim? 
So Taisa says, so you read it Balpeh? You get a guy who knows the whole Megillah Balpeh? No, not me. I don't. I just know the first pasuk. But you get a guy who knows the whole thing. So, ask Toisus. But the Mishnah says on Davchaf, Kara Alpelo Yatsaf. You say it by heart. You're not Yotze. So Toisus says a whopper of a chiddush that when Shmuel says you could write down Megillas Esther, it's loy nemra lichtoiv. You can't, you taka can't write it down. You could write a midrabanan. That Megillah Sester is a rabbinic document in the world of Shmuel. Shmuel holds it's a rabbinic document. If it's written, it's only written midrabanan. The Ritva has another take on this. Comes the Ritva. What does it mean? Loi nitna lichtoiv bechal sevei akoydesh ad shetehi kamoisel atames yadayim. Avni kamakim nitna lichtoiv shaloi teh alpeh vakar alpeh lo yatsa. Says the Ritva. You know what it means. Miguel Sesser is not given to write down. Yeah, you could write it, and it's even r- written down midivrei neviim, but it's not paratanach. It's not paratanach. The prophets said you should write down this story and you should read it on Purim. Oh, so if the prophets say to write it down, it's part of prophecy. No, we didn't say that. The prophet said to write it down, but it's not part of the 24 books of Tanakh and it's not Metame Yisiyadayim. The same way, let's say a Tfilin. Tfilin is not a Sefer Torah. Let's say Mezuzah. Mezuzah is not a Sefer Torah. So Miguel Sester is not a Tanakh. It's just a document that you read on Purim. And it has no Kedushas Tanakh. It's like your pit. I have a question. Pitamak Torahs. It's a Sefer Torah? No. It's something people, you know, they think it's going to make them more money. Okay. It should. All Jews should make more money. No problem. But it's not a Sefer Torah. So too, Megillah Sester is not part of Tanakh. It's Nitnali Kosev. But it's not Nitnali Kosev as part of Tanakh. And what does Rabbi Yeshua hold? And Rabbi Yeshua holds, it's written to be part of Tanakh. Now, if it's written to be part of Tanakh, then, presumably then, it's part of Tanakh, and it's Torah, and it's not Bito Torah, so comes Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolius and Shal Satshuva's Beis Ephraim, and therefore after a whole poetic introduction, He's introduced to the question. Um, and now Rabbi Ephraim Zalmar says the whopper of the century. He says, it's not part of the Torah. Megillah says there's not part of the Torah. Even according to Rabbi Yeshua, that it's part of Tanakh, it's not Torah. It's only part of Tanakh to read it on the 14th of Adar first, of Adar, and during the evening and the morning. And that's all. And when that 14th day of Adar is over, it is not part of Tanakh. It's only part of Tanakh to read it on the 14th day of Adar. Timikayim, the mitzvah of Persume Nisa of Mikra Megillah. He says, The Lord Jesus ain't a Torah Kriyos Zuei Leila, or Persume Nisa. Loi mi boy, according to the Mandamar, certainly according to the Mandamar, loi nemra lichtoiv, it's good, because it was never incorporated in the Tanakh for anything. But even according to Mandamar, nemra lichtoiv, it wasn't said to read to learn from, only because of the midst of Kriya, that there are Masakin, Apiruch HaKodesh, to read it from a document that's in Tanakh. And even the Manda Amar, Loi Nemra Lichtov, is Moida that you read it, Mejabanan, like Toysra says. But according to the Manda Amar, that it's Loi Nemra Lichtov, for sure there's no Talmud Torah, all you get is the midst of Kriya. Because when you're reading the Megillah, it's not to learn, it's to spread the miracle of Hashem. Asher higdil Hashem lasli simanu. 
and it's different than all the other Nevi'im, other Nevi'im, when you read them as a Haftarim, a Kayim, Talmud Torah. Mashe'en ke'en mikra megillah, it's nitein lichtoiv, onlim l'shem mitzvah's kriya, and you're not mekayim Talmud Torah, but kriyasa, or you're mekayim is mitzvah's chachamim. Now, that's why if you speak, let's say you speak Russian, and you hear the Mikra Megillah, your Yaitzay. Why? Because the Mitzvah is just to read it. So it's Pashat, says the Reb Fram Zamar There's no Kash at all. Vadai Mikra Megillah is not better than Kriya Shema. And anyone who's Mavata, Limud, Mishnah, Talmud, to read Nevi'a Maksum is Bechal Torah. Now, listen to what he says. In general, he says, that if you're learning Torah Shabbat Peh, and you're Mavatel Torah Shabbat Peh, to learn Torah Shabbat that's also Bittel Torah. Certainly, Kriya Samagillah, and the only reason we do it is because Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. And even Rebbe, Ubitalmidem, that Torah Samum Nasam, and they were not Mavatel for Torah, or other Mitzvah Drabanan, so they were mavatul shmai mikra megillah because that's the kabbalah. Esther was mekabel bracha kodesh. But if you want to know why is it bittul tyra, of course it's bittul tyra. Mikra megillah was never part of the corpus of tyra for anything but reading it on Purim. And then he says, look, he says in general, learning neviim and ksubim. Legabe Mishnah and Gemara? Uh, certainly, just reading Psukim, that's considered Bittal Torah. Doesn't the Gemara say at the end of Masech the Shabbos that you're not allowed to learn Ksuvim Shabbos afternoon because you're Mavato from the Beis HaMedrash where they're learning Isser Vahetar. So, this is sort of similar to what Rav Shlomo Kluger was saying. But aside from that, Rav Ephraim Zahn Margolis says the awesome Chidosh that not only according to the opinion that Megillah's Esther was never meant to be written is Megillah not Torah, but even the opinion that it was meant to write, it was only meant to be included in the corpus of Tanakh regarding reading it on Purim, but not regarding Talmud Torah. Now as you could imagine, this answer of Rabbi Ephraim Zarmagos was met with great disapproval. And in fact, the Shah Tshubas Avnei Nezer takes tremendous issue with these comments of the of Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis. He quotes Rabbi Ephraim Zalman. He says that Megillah is not similar to Shar Sefer Kodesh, that if you if you delve into Sefer Yehoshua, Malachim, Shmuel, Shirashirim, Koyhelas, it's Talmud Torah. But Megillah says there, Loi nitna lilmoid, and you're not Mekayim, it says Talmud Torah. Says the Avnei Nezer, what in the world is this man saying? It is not noigeya. What nafkamina does it make if it was given to learn or to read? It was said v'rach ha-kodesh. And he says, amin I don't even believe that this righteous man said such a thing. That you're not mekayim tamatar belimit ha-megillah. So then all the rabbis of Masech the Megillah, when they darsh in the Megillah, they wasted their time to darshan all the psukim, roiv banav, lasoiz kritzay nishva ish, chor karbras ezcheles, you have blad and blad and blad and gemara darshan every line in the Megillah. You know what, says Avnei Nezer, what would Rabbi Ephraim Zamragol say about all these drashos? Bittal Torah, it has no religious value. Ulufi devarav, hayu kol yegiyam, l'rik chas v'sham akoyin to Avraham Zalman, all the efforts of the Chum were for naught, because the mitzvah's kriya, you're mekayim even without these drashas, even if you don't know what the words mean, like the words achashtronim and eramachim. So who allowed the Yamoiran to be mevatel from Torah to make drashas on Megillus Esther, if we're going to refer to Megillus Esther is not Torah. So the whole Masech to Megillus, Bittul Torah. I would humbly suggest a very interesting possibility now this possibility, I was nervous to say it, so I didn't write it in the Hebrew Sefer, but it is in the English Sefer. And that is the following Chidosh. If you look in the Gemara Megillah, Yudah Medez, Yudah Aleph, Amid Aleph, the Gemara brings more than a dozen intros that the Chachamim used to teach Mikra Megillah. 
It says, Rava Pasach La Pischa Bahai Parshasamehacha. And Ramnachim Rayitzchak opened up an opening to Megillah Esther from this Pasach. And some of the Psukim they begin Megillah Esther with are the Toichacha. And some of the Psukim are from Yeshaya. And some of them are from all over Tanakh. But they all had like different openings and intros and, and, uh, Hakdamois before they began giving Shira Megillah Esther. So I ask you one very simple question. Is Megillah Esther not rich enough that you could begin talking about the Megillah straight up? You need to talk about a Pasuk in Yeshaya first? You think that makes it more interesting? I have a question for you. If you're a Rebbe in Yeshiva and you're teaching Talmidim, you think the Talmidim want to hear you darshan about Yeshaya as an introduction to Megillah Esther? No, they want to hear you darshan about Megillah Esther as an introduction to anything else you're going to teach. Why do all these rabbis have to start off their lessons about the Megillah from somewhere else in Tanakh? Maybe you could say, according to Ephraim Zamragos, because Megillah Esther was never canonized as part of Tanakh to learn it. It was only canonized to read it on Purim. And Mamela, if you learn Megillah Esther straight up, it's not Talmud Torah. So, but they wanted to expound upon this document as well, even though it's not technically Torah, but it was said Baruch HaKodesh. So they had a, a scheme. The scheme is, if they begin their drasha by talking about Yeshaya or the Toichacha or somewhere else in Torah, and continue to use the Pasuk and Yeshaya to help them interpret Megillus Esther, then really what they're doing, this is all an exposition on Yeshaya, on the Toichacha. It's, it's all to help and to further their understanding of other areas that have been incorporated in the body of Torah Tzivalanu Moshe Meirasha Kilas Yaakov. So maybe that's why they had to have their intro to some... So, but bottom line is, says the uh, Avnei Nezer, he vehemently disputes Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Margolis. He says, Elavadai Megillas Esther, Torah, Kamoi Neviyam Aksuvim, Kiyesh Bahar, Kama, Limudim, Chalkoitz Vakoitz, there are many Limudim, on every thorn and every hook of every letter, Hein Benigla, both in the revealed Torah, Hein Benistar, Vahare Megillas Esther, Mechlal Sifrei Kodesh, Megillas Esther is one of the 24 books, Shetzarach Tamar Chacham Liyos Baki Bahem, that every Torah sage needs to be proficient in them. And the bottom line is, the Avnei Nezer disputes this notion that Mikra Megillah is not part of Torah. I want to share with you another innovative approach to this question of why the Gemara says Mavatlin Tamatayra Uban Lishmaya Mikra Megillah, based on the comments of the Rabbi Yitzchak Arma in the Hakdama to his Parish Akedas Yitzchak on the Megillah. You know the Megillah ends off. The Chomase Sakpayu Gvura Sayu Farashask, the last Mardechai Asher, Gidaloi Hamelech, Haloi Haim Kisuvim, Al Sefer de Vrehayamim, Limache Madayu Faras. The, the Megillah says, You want to know? All the intrigue and the power and the majesty of Mordechai. In the palace, it's written in the documents of Persia media. Go check it out over there. What's Megillah saying? Go check it out over there. So we often say over from Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky, but I want to tell you what the Rishonim say. The Rishonim say something, and I was hesitant to put this in English, but this is what the Akedas Yitzchak says. He says, Megillah's Esther was originally written as a secular document of the Persian Empire, recording all the details of the Perm story. And when Esther asked the Chachamim Kisvuni Ladoiros, Esther wasn't asking to write a new book. Esther was asking, look rabbis, the book's already written, but it's written as a secular document. Through Ruach HaKodesh, filter out, sift out what's relevant for Parsume Nisa, that we should have a document for ourselves to remember and to commemorate the miracle of Perm. Says the Akedas Yitzchak, in that case, we understand why Hashem's name is not in the Megillah. It's Pasha not in the Megillah. It was written as a secular document. 
the rabbis just came along and took out those psukim that are relevant for the Jewish people to know, but they never added anything. They just selected. If that's the case, Megillus Esther then is different than any other document in Tanakh. Every other document in Tanakh, the Chachamim took out their pen and they were divinely inspired to write words that Kaddish Baruch Hu guided them to, line, to write. According to Akedas, Yitzchak, Megillus Esther is different. The words already appeared somewhere. The rabbis were just plucking them out of a pre-existing document. Therefore, you may have thought that Megillus Esther does not have the same status, perhaps, of Torah, of other aspects of Torah that originated in holiness, and maybe you could not interrupt regular learning that originated in holiness to read Megillus Esther that was of a lower origin. The Chidush is not that it's Bittul Torah, but even though the origin of Megillus Esther is perhaps less holy than other play, other aspects of Torah, nevertheless, Mevatlin Talmud Torah Uban Lishmaya Mikol Megillah. Mavra let's come back to the beginning, the subject that we started with, namely the Balaturim. The Balaturim said three times. It says the word Venishma. It says Venishma Koloi Bevoyela Kodesh Avoida. It says Nasa Venishma. Torah, v'nishma piskam amelech mikra megillah. This teaches v'nishma piskam amelech that ta, that mikra megillah is greater than Torah, is greater than avodah. And we ask, how could that be? Mikra megillah is only midrabanon. How could it be greater than Torah and avodah? I want to share with you the incredible words of Chasam Soifer. Says the Chasam Soifer, be'oifen. She'ar Kadosh Hakolo B'Megillah says the Drash of Chasam the holy light that is included in the Megillah, who Mamish Yoiser Gadol V'Nichbar is actually greater and more honorable Mitayraseinu Hakadosh Ba'atzma than our holy Torah itself. Had the Chassam Sefer not said this, it would be impossible to say that the light, the holy light that is included in Megillah's Esther is mamish greater and more honorable than the Torah itself. And the Rambam writes properly that everything is bottle connected Megillah's Esther. And you read the words of the Chassam Sefer and, and one has to wonder, I mean, this is seems to be outside of the range of normative thinking. How could the light of Megillus Esther be greater than the light of the Torah itself? We know, of course, Torah is greater than Nevi'im, is greater than Ksuvim. You don't put a Nevi'im on top of Torah, you don't put a Ksuvim on top of Torah, including Megillus Esther. So what does it mean that the light in Megillus Esther is greater than the Torah itself? Does the Chassam Sefer mean this literally? And for this we come to the incredible Chidosh of one of the Gurei Ho'arizal, the Tor Barakas, Rabbi Aryeh HaKoyen, one of the students of the Ari, who wrote the Sefer Tor Barakas, and he comments on a Mishnah, uh, he comments on a Medrash. The Medrash says, there are certain things in this world that are noivelas, a semblance of their original. Death is a semblance, uh, excuse me, sleep, is a semblance of death. A dream is a semblance of prophecy. Shabbos is a noivelas of Olam Haba. So far, so good. So we have sleep, a dream, Shabbos, Rabbi Abin, I added another two. He says the sun, the orb of the sun, is a semblance of the supernatural light. And the Torah is a semblance of Chachma Shamala. The Torah is a noiveles of the elevated, sublime body of wisdom. What does the Medrash mean? We're, conventional thinking is that the Torah is the highest form of wisdom. The Torah is the greatest body of Chachma Salaikis. And here the Medrash is saying, no, the Torah is only a semblance of the Chachma Shamala. What does this mean? So obviously this is above our, our regular uh, range of study, but in a simplified manner, the Torah as we as given to Basar Vadam has been to a certain extent filtered 
and concretized and diffused in a manner that flesh and blood could understand it and, and relate to it. But the Torah in its sublime form, in its raw form, is much more rarefied and much holier and much more sublime than the manner and the, and the form that it takes in this world. And that's why the Malachi Asharis really asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he should give them the Torah, because while the Torah that we have that's been diffused is something that is relevant and understandable by us, but in the Torah in its most sublime form is not something that we can access and is much more related, the angels are able to relate to it. And now the million dollar question is, do we have any aspect of this Chachma El Yaina, this rarefied, sublime dimension of Torah? Do we have any access to it? Is there any way to bring it out? Is there any body of wisdom that's sort of the Torah in its most raw form? And the answer is, yes! Says the Tor Barakas, Talmud of the Arizal. The Belzer Rebbes were very into the Sefer Tor Barakas. That the Chachma El Yaina is none other than Megillas Esther. Esther is, to some extent, a manifestation of the Chachmel Yoyna in its most uh, sublime, rarefied state. That's what the Medrash means, Noiveles Chachma Shomayla Torah. This was a Torah that was uh, introduced to the world by Rav Pinchas Friedman, the Shvile Pinchas, that he writes about it extensively in his Svarim. So then it comes out that Chachma Shomayla is other than the Torah. By leaning the Megillah, Megillas Esther, we reveal the hidden light that's included in the Torah and we bring it out to its most sublime form. It is Megala, the Giloy of Chachma El Yaina. La Yehudim Haisa There was a certain light of Chachma El Yaina that was made accessible through Megillas Esther that was never made accessible before. And now we understand why Mervatel Torah to Lishmaya Mikra Megillah. Because Mikra Megillah in a certain dimension is greater than the Torah. Says the Torah. Certainly, if you're Mavato, the learning of the Torah itself, certainly you're Mavato, the mitzvahs of the Torah. Shekulam heim nidachim em nei Mikra Megillah nei ki amitzvahs heim besoid hoivarim shal Torah. The mitzvahs are like the limbs of the Torah. And therefore they're pushed away from Mikra Megillah. And amazingly, when the Chassam Soifer says, the Or, Kadosh, that's Kalul in Megillah, is Mamish Yoyser Gadom V'Nechmar Mitarasenu Ha'al Yoyna. This is not a uh, hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. This is not a metaphor. It is should be taken at face value. The light that is Kalul in Megillah's Esther is Mamish Yoiser Gadol Fenichbar Mitarasenu Hakadoisha. And this can account for certain revelations that we find in Megillah Esther that are so open, such open, raw proof to Hashkacha Pratis. One example, there's a, you know, the famous Purim code of Ramichal Ber Weismandel. Tavshin Zion, how in the Ten Sons of Haman, there are these three small letters that predict the precise year of the ten hangings of the Nazi criminals. And it's, it's, it's mind-boggling that there should be such open prophecy in a document that was written 2,000 years earlier, that it should predict the exact date of the hanging of ten Nazi criminals. I mean, that's like Hashem saying... Hello, I'm here. You see, it's like I'm not behind the veil. It's just, uh, hey, hi everyone. This is God writing. I'm telling you information two thousand years earlier that is clear and open prophecy. Somebody once told me that to him this is like the most open revelation of God's presence in the Torah. And the answer, the the approach based on what we're saying is very clear that there's a certain dimension of Megillah Esther that is the raw Chachma al even in a rawer sense, in a more open sense, than any other Chilak of Torah. And this idea, Marv Rabbis, is really sourced in the teaching of the Arizal. You don't have it on your sheets, but the Arizal writes in the Priyetz Chaim and Shar HaPurim, Parakei, that the light 
that Hashem illuminated for Kali Yisrael on Purim was unprecedented, unparalleled. It's a greater light than Shabbos. It's a greater light than Yom Tif. It's an incomparable light. And every year on Purim, this unrivaled brilliant light shines again for the Jewish people. Says the Arizal, It is a light that there never ever was in our history. And therefore, in that sense, Megillas Esther, there's an element of Kedusha and, and Ara Megillas Esther that surpasses even the Torah itself. And coming back to the Balaturim, the Dechilu Rechimu, the Balaturim also enunciates this idea when he says, Kirabahi, Mikra Megillah is greater than, than Talmud Torah, than Avoida, Alma da Adivtve. So, Simply, you would read it, it just takes precedence. But based on what we're saying, there's an element of surpassing Kedusha contained in the Megillah and contained in Megillahs um, over other Chalakim and Taira. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, if anybody wants to see these Inyanim inside in Lashon Kaidesh in English, they're available in the Lashon Kaidesh Sefer. There's a chapter, Mevatlan Tamatayru Ban Lashon Mikra Megillah. And in the English, Sefer is actually the introduction to the Sefer. They're presented differently in each. There are things in one that are not in the other. And as we say, Ein Beis HaMedrash, Beli Chidosh. Okay, everyone, have a wonderful day. Bracha v'hatzlacha. And, Yeah, so we find by Purim, we don't find that by Hanukkah, but we do find by Purim, and the uh, Arizal does say that's where this comes from when it says, But even that has to be understood because we have a tradition that we will not change even one iota of the Torah. So what does it mean all the other Yom Tovim will become Batal? How could you say such a thing? So, for that, you also need to get the English book, and there's a chapter on that called Purim Eternal, and uh, we bring down from Abshlam Al-Kabetz that when we say the other Yom Tov become Batal, it means their significance relative to their current significance will pale, as opposed to the significance of Purim will never pale. Rabbi I have a wonderful day. We'll see you next Monday. You could join us today at 5 o'clock for Archas Chaim of the Rush. Have a terrific day. Call Tov. Thank you. Bye-bye. You are the last party.